Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trevor in the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Who's on the line? Uh, good, good morning, morning happy, Brother Michael. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Trevor Tuesday, Michael. Uh, good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is Joyce. Joyce, good morning to you. Happy Trevor Tuesday. Thank you. Same to you. Good Top of the morning. Tuesday to you. Good to hear your sound. 
Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Catherine. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you, sis. Thank you. Good morning from a snow-covered Michigan. This is Joyful. Joyful. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good to hear you. Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good to hear your sound this morning as well. Okay, anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, it is time for the hosting. And if everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the the final days of the month. It's the last Tuesday of the month of January where our monthly theme is entitled Repentance. Each declare will focus on the necessity and value of lifestyle of repentance and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Please join us during the month of February, where our theme will be surrender. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement. Today's TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. I have two prayer requests submitted by the app. And the first one, I believe it is from yesterday, and it's from Gloria. Gloria. Prayer for Karen Araby Williams. She is having surgery on February the 5th. Prayer for healing and pain management in the process. Believing God for restoring her ability to stand and walk in Jesus' name. The second one is from Didi. Praying for her mom, Mama Doris. She is having surgery this morning. Praying for successful surgery and recovery and complete healing in Jesus' name. The next one is spoken prayer request. is from Sister Lisa. Her first lady um, service is today. Praying for the whole family and the church. Um, her, um, Jackie, I believe it was her aunt, passed away yesterday. And another aunt from Texas, her service is today. We also wanted for um, Sister, Lee, uh, Sister Lisa and the family. And the next one is from Moxie. Praying for Cousin Jamal Reed. He's back in the coma, lifting up the whole family and praying that he will come out of that coma. In Jesus' name, glory to God. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. 
Priscilla, Declaration, Eulandra. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Priscilla, Declaration, Eulandra. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from 2 Peter 3.9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that should any shall perish, but that all shall reach repentance. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until I start to come off mute. And now I'll pass the call over to the prayer word, Priscilla. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Amen. Amen. Thank you um, for that warm greeting. Um, and, Tarina, I just want to make sure I've got the first prayer request name correct from Gloria. Can you repeat that name for me again, please? Karen. L-B-E-L-C-R-B-E-E. Yes, Karen. Okay. Williams. Perfect. That's all I needed. Okay, let's go before the throne of grace and mercy. And thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, God. We thank you, Father. Hmm. We give you, Father God, today and most of our days, Lord Jesus, if not all, the first fruits of our mind, our lips, our heart, our soul. We come before this table in gratitude, Father God, and thanking you, Father God, for giving to us this platform that is so rich and it's just wonderful, Lord Jesus. You spread a table before us Monday through Friday and we come and we gather, Father God, and, and you provide, Father God, the, the topic and the title and the, and, and, and the love, Lord Jesus, of your word, Father God. You provide to us and you help us understand, Lord Jesus, uh, what that topic is and how it's, how it's perceived and understood in the kingdom, Lord Jesus. We thank you for helping us become uh, qualified to become kingdom citizens, Lord Jesus, to study and show ourselves approved and working out our soul salvation, Lord Jesus. We will never be able to thank you enough, Lord Jesus. Father God, but this morning, Father God, I want to lift up, Lord Jesus, the prayer request of your children, Father God, because you tell us to pray without ceasing and to, and to make our requests and our petitions known unto heaven, Lord Jesus. And we know that nothing's impossible with you, that all things are possible, Father God. We know that, Father God, when it comes to healing and delivering and restoring, Lord Jesus, that this is what heaven does with excellence and ease, Father God. So we come to you thanking you, Father God, that you allow us to come to you first and foremost. And you tell us to, Father God. And you want us to. You desire us to, Father God. You say we have not because we've asked not. So, Father God, this morning I'm coming to you on behalf of your, your brothers and your sister, I mean, your, your children, Lord Jesus. I'm coming on to behalf of Gloria, Father, this morning, who is crying out and praying for Karen William, Lord Jesus, who's going into surgery, Lord Jesus. Heal her, Father God. Father God, I'm praying, Father God, that you lead and guide all the doctors, all the medical staff, Lord Jesus, 
all the notes and everything that's been taken prior, the medical notes and the procedure, Father God, with excellence from heaven, because you are the great doctor. You are the great physician. You have given them all the talent and the knowledge that they need from the body that you created, Father God, because you are the creator, the great creator. So, Lord Jesus, I'm asking you to guide their hands, Father God, to lead and guide their minds, Father God. Let no one, Father God, make any mistake. May it be done with excellence, Lord Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And I'm asking, Father God, for a miracle, because you said miracle signs and wonders will follow those who believe. So, Father God, I'm asking that there be minimal to none pain management. May it expound and amaze, Father God, even the medical professions, Lord Jesus. And And may Karen stand and walk. We speak to it, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. She shall stand and walk, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, Father God, we're praying for Dee Dee's mama, Lord Jesus. Hmm. A successful surgery, Father God. We're speaking that, Father God, this morning. A successful surgery. Once again, Lord Jesus, you lead and guide the physician's hands, Father God. We're asking for the angels to to surround and protect and to speak to, whisper in the ears, Lord Jesus, of all the medical professionals that are there, Father God. This is a woman of God, and she belongs to you, Father God. So we're looking to you, Father God, the author and finisher of her faith, Father God. And we're looking for a successful surgery, and we're claiming it in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we're also lifting up Lisa, Lord Jesus. Lisa's first lady, Father God, her service is today, Father God. And we're also lifting up Jackie and, and from Texas and the auntie from Texas, Lord Jesus, the two aunties that have passed away, Father God. We're asking for, we're praying for the loved ones, Lord Jesus. We're praying for the service, Father God, for things to be handled well, decent, and in order, Lord Jesus. We're praying for all the loved ones, Lord Jesus, and their hearts and their minds, Father God. Keep them, Father God. May may things be done decent and in order, Father God, and may it represent the kingdom of heaven, Father God, as you have called it to be so, Father God. And may they rejoice in knowing that their loved ones, Father God, have gone home, Father God, and it is a home-going service, Father God. And I pray that you protect each and everyone's heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we're lifting up Moxie's cousin, Jamal Reed, who is currently in a coma, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, we pray, Father God. Hmm. We call him out in Jesus' name, Father God. May he hear, Father God, your voice and wake up, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We pray if that's your will, Lord Jesus, turn it around, Father God, as only you can do, Lord Jesus. Because we, Father God, we lean in and understand who you are, Father God. We know that a coma is nothing, Father God, because you raised Jesus from the dead, Lord Jesus. So we know what you can do. And we believe that all things are possible through you in the mighty name of Jesus. So we're asking you, Father God, we're asking you, Father God, for you, Father God, to do what only you can do. For Moxie's cousin, Lord Jesus, Jamal, 
Father God. We speak to that coma, Father God, and we say, coma, be gone. Coma, you cannot stay there. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you the praise and all the honor and all the glory for what you're going to do on our loved, on our loved one's behalf, Lord Jesus. And we look forward to a good report, Father God. We look forward to, Father God, knowing that you, Father God, shall do what only you can do, Father God, and what man cannot do. We thank you for this time, Lord Jesus, one more time, Father God, to come before the table and understand more about repentance, Lord Jesus. It has been rich this month. Father God, it has been so good for our souls, Lord Jesus, to understand how it's necessary, Father God, and what it means to the kingdom of heaven, Father God. We thank you for the understanding and clarity, Lord Jesus, that repentance is a part of our lifestyle as children of God, Father God, and understanding how beautiful it is in your eyes, Lord Jesus, and how much you love it, Lord Jesus. We desire to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. We desire, Father God, to come after your heart as David did, Father God. We desire for you to say, this is a child that's coming after my heart in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you for that. And Father God, we come before you understanding that repentance is trading our ashes, Father God, for your incredible beauty, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we see things different, Lord Jesus. You, we thank you, Father God, that you are raising up the mind of Christ in us over and over and over again, Father God, that we run to this table, Lord Jesus, early in the morning, Father God, with expectation, knowing that we're going to hear a good word that's going to change us from the inside, Lord Jesus, that's going to repair us and give us a greater understanding, Father God. So I'm asking you, Father God, to give us greater revelation and insight into the things in the kingdom of heaven, Lord Jesus. Father God, I'm asking you, Father God, to get to inscribe, to write up on our hearts, Lord Jesus, and, 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 and hide in our hearts, Lord Jesus, all the knowledge that we can take, Father God. Open up our ears, open up our minds, open up our souls, Father God. Just as you called us, Father God, when we accepted you as our Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus, you called us, Father God, and you increase our faith by and by. And we want more and more of it. We know, Father God, that without faith, it's impossible to please you, Father God. And we also know that anything that's not faith is sin, Father God. So we don't desire any of that, Father God. We desire to know you, the truth that sets us free, Father God. And we desire, Father God, to walk this earth and be a good representation of kingdom, Father God, being a kingdom citizen. So someone who sees us and who's around us, knows that there's something different about us and desire to see it so, Father God, because you rest upon our lives, because we walk, Father God, move and breathe and live and have our being in you. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I could never thank you enough, Father God. I could never, we could never thank you enough, Father God. I just give you the praise, honor, and all the glory all the glory and may the kingdom of heaven rest upon each and every one as it sounded my voice Father God 
enough. I give you all the praise, honor, and all the glory. Now, my brothers and my sisters, take your phone off of mute and begin to praise him with everything you've got because he's working in this stuff. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you,
that you give us discernment and understand that we'll be able to be on that watchtower and be able to discern the times, Father God, as you lead and guide us, Father God, because the steps of the righteous are ordered by you. Father God, and we thank you for that. We thank you because we know, we've seen it. We know it to be true, Father God. So help us to understand more and more and more of the things of heaven. And yes, you say you'll help us. And you will uphold us, and we thank you for it, with all with your righteous right hand, because you are a righteous God. And we thank you for that righteousness. And we give you the praise, honor, and all the glory this morning, Father God. As I pass the call now, Father God, to, to declare, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Yolanda, I now pass the call to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Persistent, for that beautiful prayer, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for setting the tone. Thank you, Tarina, for opening the call, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would just go before me, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, my Savior, my salvation, God, my destination, Lord Jesus, I just pray, Lord God, that you will bless each and every person under the sound of my voice, that you would remove any doubt, any insecurity, anything, Lord that God, that would block me um, from delivering your word, Lord God. So I thank you, thank you, thank you, hallelujah. I praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Lord God, we need you, need you, need you, and hallelujah. Blessed be thy name. Good morning, Declare Victory. My name is Yolanda. I am a sinner. I am as wretched as they come. I am filthy Dirty, slimy, but oh, the glory of God and his patience and his love for me as he loves you. I have a path to getting back on his good side. (laughs) And I'm grateful. Hallelujah. We've been talking all month about repentance, so I'm going to consider this like a recap of what we've learned or what we've been reminded of. You anything like if you're anything like me, I uh, sometimes I tend to uh, maybe forget. Well, not really forget, but I don't always do like I'm supposed to do, right? But I have a path to getting back into the good graces of God. And what I realize is that when I do that, particularly if I do the same thing over and over and I run back and ask God, oh, God, forgive me, my heart wasn't right the first time. So what I'm learning to is actually mean what I go to God and repent for. So we've talked about, excuse me, repentance is a lifestyle. 
And of all the declarations I've heard this this month, um, what I think I might have missed is, you know, like what is a lifestyle? Seems kind of um, obvious. Maybe you know it was assumed um, that we all knew what a lifestyle is, but for me, I like to understand the it of it. You know, what is that, right? And, you know, very simply, a lifestyle is the way in which a person or a group lives. Like, for example, there are benefits to a healthy lifestyle of eating. We've talked about that in declarations. Uh, We had someone come on and told us all about eating and sugar and exercise and all that stuff, Um, or the benefits of a uh, a lifestyle of exercise, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we are talking about a lifestyle of repentance. And so, again, repentance involves turning or changing your mind. Turning or changing your mind about a thing. Uh, I've learned through my listening this month and through my study, that repentance is not optional. I like to say repentance is not a game. <laughs> this is not a game, right? My life and my journey and my venture to heaven is not a game. And there are things that I need to do to make sure that my feet are plowed, plotted, planted, right? immovable, unshakable on my path, my destination, my desire to go to heaven and spend the rest of my forever with Jesus. So it's not optional. You know, um, God will hold everyone accountable for their words and for their deeds. Uh, That's in 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and 10. You know, one of the... uh, One of my favorite examples of repentance, and there are many in the Bible, but Paul, we know Paul as a stalwart. He uh, was really a champion for God, but that was not always so. Paul was a terrorizer, right? Paul killed, murdered, tortured, slain. A lot of God's people thinking that he was, you know, doing the right thing, right? Um, In his uh, self-righteousness, in his uh, quest to do what the king told him to do, right? He was out on a mission. He was on a mission, And the way he went about it was just, I'm just going to use a word, scandalous, the way he was killing God's people, right? But oh, one day on that road, when God got his attention, Paul did, and we talked about it earlier this month, he did that 180, and he became uh, uh, a champion. For God, he repented 
you know, he asked God, what do you need me to do, right? And from that day forward, he became a clarion, uh, a beacon uh, to lead God's people to God. You know, all the things that he said he did not believe, you know, in the strict, dogmatic, religious uh how should I say, rules that they had back then, right? He totally turned from that, right? And I just think he, someone's not on mute. Please just check your phone. Um, I think he is like one of the greatest examples of, A, God's love, God's forgiveness, and God's acceptance of a repentant heart, right? Um, when Paul was speaking to King Agrippa, uh, he said that they, meaning we, should repent and turn to God, and we should perform deeds in keeping with our repentance. That's Acts twenty six twenty. So basically what, what that means is that when we repent, we should truly show remorse, and our remorse is uh, demonstrated um, by not, you know, repeating the same deed, not repeating the same deed, right? So we should perform deeds in keeping with our repentance. The meaning of Acts uh, 2620 is something like this. If someone does not exhibit the works which naturally come from a heart indwelt by the Holy Spirit, let me park there. When we give our lives to God, Jesus says that he would leave with us a comforter. Right? The Holy Spirit, and it's in the Bible, the Holy Spirit prays to God, speaks to God in languages that are uh, discern- are not discernible on our behalf. When the Holy Spirit enters our heart, he enters with a portion of conviction that will let us know when, and no, that's not cool. And you need to go back and repent for that. Uh, you need to go over there and apologize to your brother. You need to give yourself or give of of your money or your time to that person. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to us, um, moving us to act out um, in a faithful way towards God's mission, right? If someone doesn't exhibit the works that naturally come from an indwelt heart, that person is not saved. A person totally lacking in good works has not truly repented, and they do not have true faith. We, God's people, do good works because we have faith and we have repented. Because we are saved. 
Now, I know that we don't get to heaven by doing good works. It's not about what we do. You know, we're not the Pharisees or whomever, you know, who thought all the good deeds that they did would would get them a, a high chair in heaven. I know this is not that. This is not that. But what I am saying is that when the Holy Spirit enters our lives through a lifestyle of repentance, continually examining ourselves, asking God to show us any area that was not like him, right? When we live like that, we naturally do good work, naturally, by faith. So we don't set out, we don't plot, says, okay, I'm going to go over here, I'm going to do this for this person, or, oh, God, when I get to heaven, Lord, didn't I, didn't I do this, that, and the other? He's going to say, depart from me. I don't know about you, but I don't want God to tell me to depart nowhere because I have nowhere else to go, Jesus. <laughs> I've got nowhere else to go. Lord God, you my only hope. Hallelujah. Please don't send me away. So while I'm here on this side, I fully depend upon the Holy Spirit to guide me and convict me fully. We talked about it earlier this uh, month that I think it was Tanya that talked about um, uh, 180 versus a 360, right? And uh, a simple way to think about uh, living in way of repentance is to do just that, doing a 180 in terms of how we think and how we live. So by now, most of us have been on this road for a minute, thank God, uh, living our life honoring God, uh, having our thoughts and our actions honor God, uh, praying to God, developing our relationship, nurturing our relationships, reading uh, the Bible to understand more fully what his plan and purpose is, understanding the heart of God, Lord God, and in return, you know, we're able to, uh, I'll put it like this, that thing that some of us perhaps used to suffer with, right, the thing that we used to do and then we would turn around and be like, Paul, the things I don't want to do, I do. The things I do, I don't want to do. Oh, God, how wretched am I? What, what to do? Those things become less. I don't know about for you. I know some of the things that I used to struggle with are like, I don't even trip off of that no more. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. On to the next. Thank you, God. What else can I uh, uh, slay with my faith? What else can I knock down, Lord God? What else can I do to show you that I understand that you are the king of kings? You are the Lord of lords, God. You are the magnificent and holy one, God, that there is no thing, nothing and nobody greater than you never was and never will be. Hallelujah. God, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you've allowed a wretch like me, the opportunity to see the kingdom. Thank God for my choices. Thank God that you've given me the power of choice. But, God, I 
thank you that I choose you. I thank you, God. I have lived a life that has not been becoming of the kingdom. Oh, but God, you are so loving, and you are so kind, and you are so patient, and you are so forgiving. God, I thank you. I thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. I'm amazed. I am amazed by my God and that he loves me. He loves you. He loves us. Oh, my God. From the beginning of time to January 30th, 2023, we have been a motley crew. Hallelujah. Oh, but God has a plan for each and every one of us. But we must live a lifestyle of repentance to see his glory. I could be going in one direction in life. And then I could turn around and go in the opposite direction. I could be going in one direction, the godly direction, and then I turn around and go, you know, I might go hang out with Satan and his crew. Not literally, but, you know, his minions, some of them. The, the the point of the matter is I'm not walking the path that I was walking, say, yesterday or 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 five minutes ago. And and here's the hit. It don't take much to throw us off path if we are not uh uh grounded in his word, if our walk is not strong, we can very easily uh misstep and find ourselves uh, somewhere where we should not be, not only uh, figuratively, but literally just doing things, thinking things, saying things that are not of God. When we acknowledge that we are wrong and that God is right, we are in effect saying, I need to change. And in this in this sense, repentance, excuse me, is linked with faith and conversion. Only when we realize that we have offended a holy and righteous God and that our sins are piled as high as the sky. Can we truly come to God in faith? The Bible says, for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. 2 Corinthians 7, 9 through 10. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. So that means I can repent when I'm grieved, when the Holy Spirit has convicted my spirit and I am grieved 
That's godly grief. And it will lead me to repent. Ask God, Lord God, please forgive me for that thing. God, help me with that thing. God, let me, give me power over that thing so I never have to turn back and do that thing again. Oh, God, help me, Jesus, because you are my strong tower. I can run to you every time and find myself safe in your arms. Oh, God, help me. And so I can live a lifestyle without regret. But when I'm grieving the world, that produces, when I have worldly grief, excuse me, that produces death. When Jesus Christ said repent, he intended that the entire life of believers should be of repentance. There it is there, a lifestyle of repentance. It is not a one and done type of thing. Oh, God, forgive me for this. I think one of the best examples, I'm just going to say this, sex, right? So I go off and I may have sex, right? Or, yeah, I'm just going to say sex. I go off and I may have sex. Then I ask God, oh, God, forgive me, Jesus. Lord God, I didn't mean to do that, right? And then I do it again. I haven't repented. For me, that's like taking advantage of of God's patience and tolerance, kindness and and provision for me. I need to stop doing that thing. At least, in my opinion, put some space between it, right? And that's just one example. I mean, like I, right now, I am honestly, I'm struggling with a couple areas in my life, Um and I keep praying about it and praying about it, and I know in my spirit God is going, I know he hears me, and I know he's going to deliver me, but I know that my heart in that particular situation is not quite there yet. I'm still struggling with the physicality of it. So, you know, um, for me, like, that's another, another example. Again, repentance is not a one-and-done kind of thing. It is a lifestyle. Repentance involves sor- excuse me, sorrow over our sin. And over, in order for a person to be saved, God must convict them of their sin. We must see our heinous nature of the sin and how it has separated or estranged us, estranged us from uh, God. If we remain proud and self-righteous, we will die in our sins. One illustration of sorrow over sin is Job. Job said, I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. That's Job 42, 5 through 6. be wretched and mourn and weep. Be wretched and mourn and weep over our sin life, right? Or over the times when we fall short of God's glory. Let our laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble 
ourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt us. Only when we realize that we have offended a holy and righteous God are our sins and that our sins are piled as high as the sky, can we truly come to God in faith. The Bible says, for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. God is patient with us. God is not slow to fulfill his promise, but he's patient towards us. He doesn't wish that any of us should perish, that we all should receive repentance. I don't know about you, but God has been so patient with me. Oh, my God, I am amazed about, you know, the time I took for the light bulb to go out or the time I took to, you know, open up my heart in one certain area so that God could, you know, live there uh, so that he could rule there. It just amazes me how patient he is because he doesn't want us to perish. So we live a whole lifetime enjoying God's patience, hoping not to miss the opportunity to clean up the areas because we all got areas. I don't care how good we sound on on these declarations. We all got areas. We all fall short of the glory of God at some point in time. We are all of us. So we're all on even footing. But God's patience gives us an opportunity to live our life, to repent, so that we do not perish. God's kindness is meant to lead us to repentance. Jesus came into the world to save sinners. We all know that. Paul says in 1 Timothy 1, 15 through 16, I talked about this in the beginning. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom he considered himself foremost. He says he received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the Foremost, he considered himself the foremost because Paul was a murderer. He was no joke. He said, But I have received mercy for this reason that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example for those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Repentance leads to life, y'all. Scripture presents two ways and only two ways to live. The way of life is outlined in Acts eleven eighteen. When they heard these things, they fell silent, and they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles, also God has granted repentance that leads to life. God wants everybody to be saved. The Gentiles and then everybody else. 
right? So if we are, say, a preacher, um, I have written down here, even we, for that matter, we hold back. If preachers hold back and neglect to tell sinners that they are dead in their trespasses and sins, that they must repent, then they fail to do their duty. And so I kind of liken that to, I know preachers are, are called to spread the good word, but in a sense, we also have a responsibility to kind of like tug somebody's coat and say, hey, you know what, that really wasn't too cool. You might want to pray about that when you might, right? Um, because the fact is, there is hope and deliverance in Jesus' name. This is the most powerful and glorious news that a sinner can receive. God will grant repentance, but they must hear the message in order to re excuse me, respond in uh faith. I want to read Romans ten and fourteen. My computer is tripping. Romans 10, 14 to 17, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear someone without preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. I believe that we all have a responsibility uh, to each person that we come across to share uh, the good news, to introduce those uh, people who uh, may not know Christ or seeking Christ or curious about Christ. It's my responsibility to share that. What I'm trying to work on is doing it in a uh, soft and subtle way. I don't want to come off uh, better than, I don't want to come off self-righteous, I don't want to come off judgmental, right? But uh, I just believe that, that that's something that we need to do as a people, as God's people. Repentance is a command. So while uh, Paul was preaching in Athens, he said, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed the day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he is appointed as Jesus and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead so again in other words you know this is not something we we don't have have a choice in this it's this repentance game it's not optional it's not a game and we all must repent. 
and unrepented heart leads to death. So the second way to live, of course, is the path that leads to death. Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet, and he cried out to God as I read, O Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You have struck them down, and they felt no anguish. You have consumed them, but they refuse to make correction. They have made their faces harder than rock, and they have refused to repent. The most tragic thing in all the world is for sinners to remain hard-hearted. We talked about that, I think it was last year, having a hard heart. When we don't heed to the call of the gospel, when we don't repent, and we don't when we don't believe the good news, uh, then we choose the path that leads to death. The wages of sin is death. I don't know about. I'm not willing to pay those, those wages. Uh, it's just too much. It, it will tap me out. <laughs> just I don't want. I don't want to go there, Jesus. So you know ask ourselves, you know, how much are we willing to pay? Gratefully, um, hallelujah, uh, gratefully, we've all made a decision to live our lives for God. We've all made a decision to believe in his word. We've all made a decision to trust in him. Oh, but, you know, the journey doesn't, doesn't end there because we should also Repent, examine ourselves, ask God to help us uh, examine our hearts, show us those fine, hidden places that eh, you need to work on that one. Uh, you need to ask for forgiveness on, on that one. You know, being careful not to become pious and uh, self-righteous and, you know, thinking we all that, you know, just because we might, you know, help a help someone that's homeless or stranded, we might give a good word, you know, I don't know, you know, we think we got it together, but we don't, right? None of us, all of us fall short. Now, I'm not saying, I mean, sometimes I think about my life and I think, Lord, did I sin today? I take like a little, mm, did I sin today? Did I do anything that, you know, and I try to do that. And when I find myself thinking, oh, no, I didn't sin today, eh, back up, no no girlfriend. <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to be more circumspect, right, because you are not perfect. You might have had a good day, but search yourself. Ask God to help me search my thoughts my deeds, my actions. What could I have done differently, Lord Jesus? What could I have done more of? Oh, God, forgive me for thinking that about that person. God, forgive me for that word I just used. Oh, my God, help me. Help me. Help me. And thank you for your patience. Thank you for your loving kindness, Lord God. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for the blood that cleansed me up in the first place. Thank you. I don't want to go to hell because hell will gladly pay me for my depravity if I allow it. So I want to make certain that the blood lives on me. 
I want to be cleaner than clean, cleaner than clean, whiter than snow. I want the blood to, I want to live. I want to immerse myself in the blood of Jesus. So the good news is that the gospel is the glorious news of our Savior, Lord Jesus, who came down to earth to heal and rescue us from our plight. The reality, which makes scripture clear, is that there is no salvation apart from repentance. Repeat that. There is no salvation apart from repentance. There is no salvation apart from repentance. So, I'm suggesting that we pray for all people. First, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intersections, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are high in high positions. May they lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. But there is but one God. And there's the one mediator between God and men, and that's Jesus Christ, who gave himself as ransom for everyone, which is the testimony given um, at the proper time. For this I've appointed a preacher and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire then that in every place that men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling with good works. We should repent every day. We're all human. We're all imperfect. And we have been commanded to repent. From Adam up into present day, this commandment has never been revoked. We need to spend time on our knees every day asking forgiveness for all of those little things that we do or neglect to do that add up over time and erode our spirits. True repentance is the most common translation, I'm sorry, the most common translation of repent is to turn or return. Turn away from evil, return to God. Turn away from evil, Return to God. These two requisites of repentance are included, again, to turn from evil and turn to God. There are seven principles to repentance. Number one, we must recognize our sins. They say admission is the first step. So recognize our sins to repent. We must admit to ourselves that we have sinned. Two, we must feel sorrow for our sins. Three, we must forsake our sins, meaning we turn away from them. We must confess our sins. We must make restitution for our sins. We must forgive others. And we must uh, keep the commandments of God. That's all I got.
I pray that God will convict our hearts. Um, I pray that this whole month has been cemented um, into our psyche uh, to reinforce our desire and our determination that our destination is heaven, right? Um, And that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us in any area where we fall short. That's all I got. May God bless you, and thank you for listening. At this time, I'm going to open the call up for anyone that wants to say good morning. Rochelle, that's not me. I'm not on speaker. For um, anyone that wants to say good morning, start with the men first. Good morning. Are there no men this morning? All right. So then I'm going to open up. Oh, yes. Everyone. Good morning. I'm sorry. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name? Uh, this is DeAndre Walker. DeAndre Walker. How you doing? I'm doing all well. I'm doing okay. I can't complain yet. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for being on the call. Yes, ma'am. I think any other men? Okay, so I'm going to open up the call for um, the rest of our declared victors. Any women, anyone want to say good morning? Good morning, Yolanda. It's pretty Patrice. Great declaration. Thank you, pretty. Good morning. You're welcome. God bless you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Yolanda. This is Juanita. And um, thank you for your declaration. I, I heard most of it, and I ended up getting an interrupted phone call. But um, thank you for what I did here, and I can go back and listen to the playback. Good morning, Juanita. Love you, Mama. Good morning. Thank you. you. Good morning, Ms. Leon. A great decoration this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Mother Leon. My heart just jumps for joy when I hear you in the morning. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you, and thank you for that. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Yolanda. Rochelle, girl. Great, great, great declaration. And I want to pull on um, DeAndre's little coat. Uh-uh, no premeditated complaining. Nah, nah. We're going to take take that back. We ain't going to complain about nothing. So we're going to give God the glory and, and say it is well. So have a yes, great ma'am. day, you all. Thank you, Rochelle. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. This Good morning, Andre. Go ahead. Go ahead. I heard two people. Go ahead, one of you guys. Morning is Jubilant. Hey Jubilant. How you hey. doing, Mama? All right. Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you so much for that declaration. Hey Mary. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning, Yolanda. Amazing declaration this morning. I felt your heart. Um and I wanna I wanna ditto kind of sorta what Rochelle said. Life 
and death are in the power of the tongue. We speak life today. I'm super proud of my brother for what he's doing, um, and I'm I'm excited about what God is going to be doing, what God is doing and has already done in his life. So everybody remember that today. Life and death are in the power of our tongue. Command our morning and speak life. Amen. 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 Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Yolanda. This is Joyful. Great declaration. Thank you. Thank you, Joyful. Good morning. Anybody else? Going once, going twice before we open it up good, for discussion. Good, good. Good morning, Yolandra. Miss B, excellent declaration. Thank you, Mama. Good morning. Love you. Love you more. All right. So at this time, I'm going to open the um, call up for, uh, I'm going to call it any recognitions. If you recognize yourself anywhere in the, Declaration, uh, thoughts, comments, the floor is open. Good morning, Yolanda. How are you doing, beautiful? <laughs> it's hey, Sister beautiful. Hey, I just want to say thank you for your declaration, and I really appreciate, appreciate you because when you were talking about repenting, you know, every day I do something, and I have to ask myself, what did I do wrong or right, you know? And God say, just trust me. Trust me. You know, I will never leave you or forsake you, so keep repenting. And I just yeah. want to say I love you. I love everybody on Declare Victory, and God bless you, and have a good day. And I appreciate I you, you longer. I'm praying for you, Sabrina. You know that, right? Yes. Please keep me lifted in prayer. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Good morning. This is me. Who's me? <laughs> this is Ruth. Good morning. Ruth. I know Good a lot morning. of people. I don't know no me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I always, I always do this to Deonta. She knows who it. Most people know when I say me. It's Ruth. How you doing? Good morning. Okay. Wonderful I'm declaration. Good. I want to say this. I want to blame Declare Victory. For, for allowing me to go back and live, relive a wee a whole bunch of stuff that I've done wrong, a little bit of right, but most wrong. But I mm-hmm. thank you guys for allowing me to relive it because I went back and I see how God brought me through so many things. I mean, like time and time again, brought me through so mm-hmm. many things. And then I want to thank me. <laughs> like Nisi Nash said, I want to thank me. For just standing, staying the course and not losing my mind. Wow. Like, I mean, I went back. And then I want to say this really quick. You know, I, my, everything that I'm hearing now, I'm telling my, I'm just, I'm, I'm, my daughter, I don't know if she's going to call Kayla, but I'm, 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 I repeat everything that I hear and, 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 and I'm helping my kids go through the same things that I went back, went through in my past. And I can tell them and say, look, baby, this, I went through this, I made it. I went through that, I made it. God is with you. Like everything that I hear through the declaration, um, I get a chance to tell them and share with them. And I say, look at me now, you know, look what God brought me through. 
you know, because I'm telling you, it's, it's tough. It's not as easy as it was for us that it is that it is for our kids because they they don't know and then they trust everybody. They just mm-hmm. trust everybody. I'm like, girl, don't can't you see this? I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I can see this. But they just everybody is their friends. So I thank y'all for this decoration. We got one more day of um, repentance. I think we need to play this back again. Thank you, Ruth. I just want to um, piggyback on that. It's like, and you know, and I talked about it. You know, it's like God knows our thoughts before we know them. He knows our innermost selves, right? And um, <clears throat> he is patient with us. So we can travail through life tripping, right, doing the wrong thing. But he waits for us. He waits for us. That just a, that's amazing to me, right? So I'm grateful not only for his provision, but I'm grateful for his patience for a fool like me, right? Thank you for that, Ruth. Anybody else? Uh-huh. Good morning, Yolanda. It's pretty again. Hey, pretty. Uh, great conversation, great declaration. And and to piggyback on what you just said, um, <laughs> not only does he wait for us, he allows us. to have some of the things that he knows that are not good that we ask for. And he allows us to go through. And his grace and his mercy. Mm. Mm -hmm. You said it in your declaration. You said it is our responsibility to tell someone About the Lord Jesus, we can't worry about um, how we look when we do it. We can't worry about because He's going to give you a nudge and tell you to go. And we just got to go. We just got to go. We can't worry about how we look and what we going to sound like when we give it to them. We just got to tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. We are in this world. It is dark. People are dying. People are struggling. People are suffering. And it is our responsibility. Great technology. Love you, sis. That's all I got. Thank you, pretty. Anybody else? Good morning, this is Darcy. I, I I joined the call late, but I just wanted to say thank you, Jesus, for another day. Thank you guys for your message about sharing the word of God. Um, recently, somebody reached out to me, and I was able to read the Bible to them and. I was able to help, and it made me feel good because it made me know that I have an understanding of God and I know how to lean on Him. And thank you, and God bless. And um, 
I made a I made a milestone. I I, I suffer from addiction and I got six months yesterday. Yay, 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 yay. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to praise I just wanted to praise God and say hallelujah and thank you for everybody who supported me through that. Thank you for all the people that have suffered through the same thing to share their testimonies with me. Give me hope. Amen. 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 Congratulations, Darcy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Amen. Amen. You Amen. 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 Congratulations, Darcy. God. Congratulations. 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 Um, Delandra said in her declaration, God be praised. Where your hope? Our hope is in Christ Jesus. And yeah, that's what it should be in. I am just elated with joy hearing that, Dorothy. Thank God. Oh, my God. I'm just so happy. But, <laughs> yes, yeah, your declaration to, Yes, your declaration good is job. such a blessing. It was job. just so good. Yes, so good. God be praised. God is doing yeah. a good thing in us and through us, you guys. He would never fail us. I'm just too excited right now. It won't happen. It can't happen. Come on out. Hey. I'm too excited. But anyway, great declaration. I just love, she just reminds me even more what you even said about hope. And mm-hmm. even with the scripture, remember what you said with the scripture um, when he had said, you know, how you believe and you haven't seen him and you haven't mm-hmm. heard him preach or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And all about that, I went, wow, because I believe. I know mm-hmm. you're real. You 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 don't show me you, mm-hmm. your love and your evidence in my life that you're real, and you know what I'm saying my hope. And then I just that word, even when you was um, declaring this cup ringing, where's your hope? Keep your hope in me. Keep your hope in me. So I just want to say thank you, Yolanda. Great declaration, sis. Love you. Thank you, Moxie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else? Hey, Yolanda. Um, I love the way that you were compassionate in making sure that we understand that we don't want. You started off uh, confessing and repentance. Hallelujah. Right there. That I had to put a pen in that right there because that, that's how we have to come. We have to come like a wretch undone. We have to come. He knows. He sees everything about us, everything. There's nothing that we can hide from him. There's nowhere we can hide from him. And as you started your declaration, you came with confession and talked about the repentance and covering and staying covered with the blood and being um, continuously um, living a lifestyle of repentance. That's every day, every hour, every situation, every everything. Um, I love that. That that was just. We have to keep reminding each other. And when um, when I thought about that. excuse me, I thought about sometimes how we can, um, and I've done this in the past, I'm going to put my own self there, Um, be Mm -hmm. mad at somebody, but don't want to share the good news of the gospel because Mm -hmm. we don't want them to be free because we're angry of something that they did or something that we did, or we don't feel like they did something wrong. The blood is Mm -hmm. on our hands if we don't repent from holding anything concerning who Jesus is. He died for all of us. He's no respecter of person. So we shouldn't hold the fact that, you know, who Jesus is, repenting and, you know, talking to our neighbors, our friends, our loved ones, our kids, 
our grandkids, when they do something wrong, we have to call them out and let them know, if you did it wrong, just repent and go to the Lord. Make sure that your hands are clean and your heart is pure going. So I want to just to remind us to make sure that even in the midst of how we feel, it's not about us, to make sure that we're preaching and teaching and living a lifestyle of Christ. And then I want to tell um, um, Darcy, I'm going to tell you, like we say, when we leave the sanctuary, we leave our siblings. Hold on, neighbor. You got what it takes. You got Jesus. So keep going, sis. Six months, six years, six lifetimes, girl. Keep going. Congratulations. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) Amen. Um, anybody else? This just came over me real quick, you guys. I'm, I'm <laughs> Holy Spirit activating all of these stuff. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> the narrative, those narrative, you know, that narrative that be in our minds. You know, um, I had to repent. I had to repent for the narrative that um, I was um, in my mind against other people, and even against like you know the thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So be careful. I just want to remind you guys of those things we also have to repent for. We be like, oh, I didn't do nothing. Oh, I didn't, you know, thinking like, oh, I didn't do nothing, though. No. Those thoughts, repent for them and ask the Holy Spirit to give you um, a healthier of uh, his thoughts towards them. So you can be have a better narrative or even create one of your own. I don't care what. Bless them. Just bless them. Because I just was really... Um, you know, convicted in that. Like, hold on, you, 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 talk about you ain't did nothing. Oh, he'll show you what you done did, even if it's in your thoughts. So, yeah, yep. God be praised. Yeah. Yep. I have to make a confession. So, I have um, been holding some animosity against my landlord for a few years. And you know, when I talk to God about it, I say, I didn't do nothing. He did it to me. Why? Why do I have to make the first move? You know? Um, but it's been on my heart to go over his house unexpectedly, knock on his door, and apologize. Because at the end of the day, Uh, heaven is more important than my animosity against him. And I don't want to let that be the the gate that I didn't close or open in my journey. Because I really believe, I said it earlier, that, you know, heaven is, is my destination. Right, but there's a whole bunch of stuff I need to do to get there, and I need to groom my salvation. I need to water my salvation. You know, I need to tend to it to make sure that it stays green, right? Um, because the Bible says no one knows the day or the hour, right? Um, so. I don't want, like I think we said a long time ago, I don't want, if Jesus come knocking on my door right now, am I ready? Could I invite him in? Can I invite him in and wash his feet and uh, 
good conscience? <laughs> Probably not today. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, yeah. Thank you for saying that, Moxie. Okay, it's 10. I'm going to chime in one more time. Please excuse the noise. I'm at my favorite place, the gym. Listen, Yolanda, I forgot to tell you I wanted to thank you for your transparency this morning. Um, but I also want to say this. You know, there's life and death are in the power of, the, of your tongue. Who said it's your animosity? God didn't create you with animosity. It's the animosity for him, towards him for whatever. Take, let's take our power back and let's use power words. It may seem like a small thing. I think it's a, the Bible says it's the small foxes, the little foxes that destroy the vine. I'm so proud of you that you made a decision that you're going to go and get things right with your landlord. And he, you know what the funny thing is? He's probably going to be like, what are you talking about? It, I ain't tripping. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But my whole point is, my whole point is, I want to thank you for your transparency because it teaches us. It teaches us as well as the newcomers that this is a judgment-free zone and that we can state things that are in our mind, on our heart, and we won't be judged for them, right? That's really important. And Moxie just teaching her tail off today, both of y'all. I'm like, look at them. They all grown up now. That's all I got. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for uh, pulling my coat on that, Tan. I do have to watch my tongue. Thank you. Anybody else? Yolanda, this is Joyful. I want to tag um, Tanya's comment and Rochelle's. And there's a phrase that's currently, it's probably not new, but it tends to be social media, somebody picked it, but gatekeeping, uh, meaning holding back information to a group of people uh, based on how you feel they're worth, really is what Jonah did. But I appreciate what's happening on the call today and always. And people have been encouraged, have been celebrated, have been corrected and loved, and have been admonished. And, um, you know, so let's not gatekeep declare victory. Let's continue to tell people about this judgment-free zone place where you can call in, listen to as much as you can, call in on the days that you can, listen to the replay, that we would not hold back this information, this opportunity to plug in and to hear. You talked about the definition of lifestyle at the beginning. And so to know that life um, as a believer may not, it may not be, it's likely what you thought it was. It's not. And it's just living the life that he gave you following his example. And he gives us each other to look at what the word is our guide. So thank you. I, I appreciate how uh, real and practical and how many real life things happen today our lifestyle as a believer has been demonstrated and modeled on this call. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Yolanda, again for the declaration. Thank you, Jacqueline. I love you, Mama. Love you. Anybody else? Going once, going twice. So um, if there's no one else, I just want to say um, I'm grateful for Declare Victory. Um, I have really grown up uh, since I've been on this call. Um, I'm grateful for, I'm just grateful for, I'm just grateful to God. It's like when I just think about, oh my God, when I just think about his grace and his mercy in my life, I'm just blown 
away. And my heart becomes full. I become tearful because in a way I feel like it's taken me all my life, if you will, almost like to get here. It's like the older I get, the more I understand um, God and and his will for me and, and his power and his glory and his might and the world. And, oh, my God, it's just overwhelming. Just how we used to say back in the day, blows my mind. <laughs> just blows my mind. So... I just want to read uh, one scripture, and then I want to um, pray us out. Again, I want to thank Tarina, Tarina for um, opening the call. I pray that Lord, that the God, Lord God, hears the prayers that went out to Him, and He does what He does, that He shows His glory in the lives of those people. I want to thank um, Persistent for her powerful prayer. She really set the tone for me. Um, and so Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, I just bless your name, Lord God. I call you Lord Savior, Lord God. I call you Abba, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah. Lily of the valley, God, you are King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord God, there is no one before you, nor will there be anyone after you. Lord God, you are the one true God. And I don't care what anybody else says, Lord God, you live, you live, you live, you live. Hallelujah. We bless your name, God. We thank you for another day, Lord God. This day that you have made, Lord God, may it be filled with your glory. May we go out, Lord God, and not forget who we are, Lord God, soldiers, Lord God, in this army, Lord God, to declare, Lord God, who you are in the world. Lord God, bless everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Bless us, Lord God, to stay clean, hallelujah, another day. To stay repentant, uh, repentful, another day, Lord God. Bless us in our comings and goings, Lord God. Give us the words to say by the Holy Spirit, Lord God, to uh, declare who you are in our lives, Lord God. Share the good news, Lord God. We bless your name. I thank you, Lord God. I bless your name, Lord Jesus. I love you, God. Hallelujah. And we are so grateful that you loved us first. All these things I ask in the name of Jesus, the one who died for us, Lord God, the one that was tortured for us, Lord God the one that was pierced and bled for us, Lord God, the one that gave his life for us, Lord God, and the one that rose again. God, you reign. All these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have a good day. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.
Have a good day. Bye bye. The power of the tongue. Speak life. Amen. Amen. Bye bye. <laughs>